Blog Talk Radio. Here we go, Mail. Hang on. Get your motor running. T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T-minus 15. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10, 9, ignition sequence start. What you represent to them is freedom. We have ignition. All engines are running. We have liftoff. We have liftoff. Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio number 298, and the title of tonight's show is Has It Sunk In Yet? My name is Butch Popeye Moss, my co host, Mel O.G. Robbins. We are with Sons of Liberty Riders MC, who are hosts of this show each and every week, and sponsors too, along with some other people. But Mel, are you ready for this? I'm just sitting here all on Twitter. <laughs> I chose this just for Abel Reyna today. You ready? Bring it. I'm popped by the sailor man. I'm popped by the sailor man. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm popped by the Causing the run back over to MHMR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mel, uh, you think the reality of it all is set in in uh, McLennan County yet? <clears throat> oh, I'll tell you. I will, You know, it, I'm sure he's just sitting there wishing all this crap would go away. And uh, it's just going to keep raining hell. Uh, it's uh, Mel. Let me tell you, it's it's going to snowball. <clears throat> if anybody thinks that they're that 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 was it, they're sadly mistaken. They're sadly mistaken. And right now, each day, um, and I don't know if it'll continue or not, but and it should continue. The dismissals are coming one after the other. And I'm sad, and I'm proud to say that Scooter Bergman, uh, man, let me tell you, 
what a ballsy guy, what a ballsy couple that is of, uh, of not taking a plea deal. And, uh, right. Man. When it would have been so easy. Yeah, exactly. Um, what a move. And what a, what a move by Jake Carrizal. All of which Abel never counted on. No. I think he thought, you know, we used to say, you know, they all think bikers are nothing but Neanderthals. That's their very first mistake. Exactly, Mel. And, uh, you know, I posted today below our a radio site where they could click on and listen to the show. And I told, her, told them what I wanted them to go away, away with tonight was was believe. Uh, for everybody out there to believe in themselves and to believe in us as a group when we unite as one, we have great power. No, it's precisely why we originally named that Facebook site All for One. Exactly. Exactly. Because we talked yeah, about that in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to adjust back to a page right now. But uh, just a second. Anyway, I've got I've got it up now. It's bugging me there for a minute. It was making noise, uh, but uh, <clears throat> anyway, we've got great political capital now, Mel. And I'm gonna I'm gonna plead with everybody out there. And you know what, Mel? I know the women will do this. The men sometimes get involved in things, you know, or something happens and they get sidetracked. We know the women are a great help. But when you come in contact for the rest of the year, let them know the truth about what happened in McLennan County at Twin Peaks. Let them know the truth of it all. And let them know about the, the arrest of 177 people without due process. And the tyranny they faced because of one man. And it may be more than one man, Mel. Because I do, do oh, it believe. Is for sure. That, yeah, I do believe that other people worked in collusion. And I'll be talking about this over the next couple of days. Because, Mel, you know how I hate conspiracy theories. I don't like them at all. And, Mel, I especially don't like them when law enforcement uses them to jail people. And we'll be talking about this over the next few days. 
I've already started uh, writing about it. I won't go into it right now because it's complex. But now is a time for celebration. We we celebrate. Well, the beauty the, of this is. Go ahead. And I think I think everyone would be remiss because you know we uh, if they don't pound this point because it's going to help us in the future. Yes. For years now, we've been saying, listen, there's 400, 450,000 registered motorcycles in the state of Texas, and that represents one hell of a voting base. And I'm sure there's a certain number of people that think, well, that's just bullshit. You know, bikers aren't going to get out and do crap. Uh, they don't have the numbers to do anything that are willful enough to get out there and do the work. And everyone has demonstrated through the efforts of many groups. Uh, There's, uh, you know, we've been there. Uh, You've got that group that's handing out paperwork down in Austin for jury nullification. Uh, You've got uh, the the defense attorneys that have been working. But, uh, you know, you've got all kinds of groups and everyone that stayed diligent on all for one, all of our... uh, mob reporters out there uh, and we proved a point we proved a point that hey the bikers can pull together as one and can affect an election now I'm sure it wasn't an overwhelming majority of bikers that uh, got Abel Reina out of office by voting it was an overwhelming majority of bikers that got the hell out there, got the word out, remained persistent, and we need to keep pounding that home so that when we approach any politician and they know we're representing the biking community, they need to listen to us, by God, because if they don't listen to us, we're going to go to work and we're going to do something about getting their lazy, incumbent ass out of office and will continue to drain the swamp. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we have some political capital now, and, and we'll use it going into the next legislative session. Uh, we're going to be able to, to point not a, only at this victory, but point at the uh, the travesty of it all, Mel. I mean, look what just happened. You know, and everybody bought in. Everybody bought into it in the in the early days or even the early hours after the fight in the damn parking lot. The narrative that was sent out by law enforcement, by the DPS, by Abel Reyna, and the news media. And then and then we went to work. We went to work, and we believed in what we were doing. And you know, Mel, many times people told us, be careful, be careful. Yep. 
But you know I've always had faith in and That's I believed right. in I believed in what we were doing. And I believed it would work. And I know Mel, you've seen this enough times to to be a believer like me. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I was just thinking while we were talking about, uh, you know, legislation and how important this motorcycle profiling bill is going to be when we come up on this next legislation. Uh, Talk about profiling 101, Swanton on TV, uh, (laughs) vilifying (laughs) all bikers uh, because they were on the way to wake to uh, to Waco to seek revenge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That was unbelievable stuff. Thinking back on it, you know. Thinking back on it. I didn't lose you, did I? No. Okay. Nope. I'm here. I'm here. Every I just wanted to comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we keep talking about needing video, and there's a video on national, <coughs> excuse me, TV that we can probably make a case for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that the, uh, that the, uh, the law enforcement community is stunned. The Republican Party in McCombin County, they're stunned. But you know, Mel, uh, and I've talked about this, uh, you know, on, a, on our way, when I was on my way down to Waco last weekend for what turned out to be Barry Johnson's victory watch party. <laughs> Now, he, did, he didn't really believe he was going to win because uh, he told me, he sent me, a, he sent me a message that I didn't receive till later on, late that night, after everything had already happened. And he said, come on down and join the party. We're probably going to lose, but, you know, we fought the good fight. Well, now, just, before, just prior to leaving here, I'd, I'd run over my numbers <laughs> And I was pretty confident, guarded, but I was pretty confident we were going to win. And uh, when I got there and learned that Abel Rayner was at the polls late, uh, that just, kind that of just sent, me, sent me into the stratosphere. And when the first, uh, when the first numbers came out for early voting, uh, there was just no recovering from it. He was so far behind. And over at the Abel Reina camp, they were, uh, I think they had already sensed it, and they wasn't letting anybody in. They wasn't letting reporters in. And they eventually did, but at first they wasn't letting them in. He knew the handwriting was on the wall. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, uh, somebody wants to know the call-in number for the show. It is 657 
1258. <laughs> and we can expect a call here a little bit. <laughs> That's good. I think we're going to have a few people calling tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually surprised that one doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it'll be cool. Anybody wants to call in and make a comment, you're welcome to. As long as it's not full of F-bombs. <laughs> yeah, like that guy on Wave 7. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> You know, he says there. He stands there. He's throwing f bombs all over the place. Apologize some, to the sometimes children. Sometimes we're just too nice letting people talk. I know. <laughs> he apologizes to the children and then keeps on. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, but I think he was. Uh, I don't know if he has a chance to win a sheriff's position with that kind of campaign. I seriously doubt it. I'm just saying. Okay, let's go see who this is. You ready, Mel? I'm ready. 0388, you're on Texas Micro Radio. Good evening. Hi, Pi I'm fixing to add Scooter onto the call with us. Hold on one second, okay? Okay. Oh, that was Scooter's wife. Oh, Judy. Oh, Judy. Hold on. Okay. okay. Bye-bye, are you there? Oh, Goodbye. yeah, we're here. Okay, bye. Okay, Skitter, you're on. Hello. Yes, sir. How's it going, Scooter? Hey, I was just, I was doing just fine now. How about yourself? You know I got a smile on my face. I'm so proud of y'all. Yeah, even better Man, after I got hearing a... about your victory today. Oh yeah, I got a smile on my face. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's been it's been a while. I thought I was gonna have to wait that 180 days, but I didn't have to. Well, that's that's good. And you know, for for some reason, I don't know what's going on in that DA's office now. Uh, or, but they've got to come to their senses. Absolutely, they do. Uh, did did y'all read that uh, release? Did y'all read how it is? I haven't gotten to read it yet. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I mean, they they can never come after me again for that. I said, you got released with prejudice. Exactly. Uh, of course, it was, I mean, we, we've we known this for a while. We just couldn't talk about it until today. I just so, sent him a copy of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, tell Judy, uh, yeah, I'll send her a link. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I just sent you a copy okay. of the uh, deal that was filed on him. 
Okay. Yeah, if, um, if you want to, you want to read it on the show. If you get that copy, uh, it's it's really good. Well, when I'm working a control panel, it's hard for me to uh, look over at the other computer. Uh, Mel, can you see it? Uh, hang on. Hang anyway. on. Let me, it's uh, actually better what what Waco Tribune wrote about what Rose said. Uh yeah, my uh, wife uh, turned me into a slave today, and I didn't be able to do anything except for get the show ready to go. <laughs> uh, let, uh, let me tell you guys how we my wife's out. Go ahead. Unfortunately, my wife's out of town, so we don't get to enjoy this moment together, but she'll be landing oh, tomorrow okay. about... Two three o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I'll pick her up from the airport. Yeah, actually, uh, Scooter Judy can listen by going to uh, uh, All for One and finding the uh, on Facebook and click on the radio uh-huh. show there. And click on the radio show there; it'll come up. It'll play any time. A lot of times I can't find it, so I have to have her find it for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could find it when I'm driving. It's on there. It's got that orange, that orange Texas micro radio. You'll see it. 298. Show number 298. Okay. Uh, well, Scooter, hey, look, I, I can't tell you how proud we are that, and, and you know, I know that I'm here back when that was a tough call for y'all to make. Uh, to turn down that plea deal, but man, am I proud things worked out for you? Yeah, uh, yeah, it really was. I mean, it's been a long time coming to get all this straightened out. Uh, I mean, we're not over. Everybody that's innocent's not not been released, and I'm I'm going to be in it till everybody that's innocent's released. Exactly. Um, we, and that's what we were talking about during this political season in which I've got to start getting back out there and going to the parties, going to the things that, uh, where you meet these people and, uh, circulate and also explain the victory we've had and explain what went on in Waco and why and how everything happened. Cause they are interested in it. Once you start uh, talking about it, uh, once you have their ear, uh, you know many, many of them don't know because it's not in every newspaper. I mean, so we have to, we have to bring them the news. Exactly. Well, one big hurdle. One big hurdle is off. Many of them win. One big hurdle is well, off. Well, what? I said one big hurdle jumped over. Raina didn't win. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we're looking around. Kind of. Go ahead, Mel. We've Go been ahead, kind Mel. of sitting and waiting to see just what Raina is going to do between now and next January, uh, while he serves out the remainder of his uh, position as a lame duck. Uh, we figured, you know, either he'll come to his senses, which is still doubtful uh, because he doesn't have any senses, but 
uh, uh, we were kind of of a mind that he might become vindictive, but uh, if uh, this is the tip of the iceberg on this dismissal with prejudice, uh, maybe we're going to see uh, in a short period of time the rest of the innocent get dismissed because I know Johnson had promised all of us and the public that he would appoint uh, investigators to look at all of those files and he would see to it that anything was dismissed that was not a viable case. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe Abel doesn't want the bad publicity that would come for come with that. Because yeah. we're all wondering what's going to happen to this guy after he leaves his DA. Is he going to get some kind of a an appointment that's been rumored? Or is he just going to sink with the sun into the sunset? What's going to happen? Well, there, was, there was something going around about we could write somebody to have him uh, removed from office before January. Well, you know, uh, I think if... Uh, if the school of thought that he's going to go rogue and do a lot of stuff, I think a lawyers would have a field day with him for being vindictive. Uh, oh, I don't think, especially Broden. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think he will go that route. I really don't. Uh, and then again, uh, like Mel said, he just may, <laughs> he just may uh, start dismissing cases uh, just because he don't want. Uh, Barry Johnson uh, uh, winning a day, yeah, as you might say, by uh, dismissing cases that he should have dismissed a long time ago. Well, I know I was surprised today when Clint Broden called me and told me I could talk about it now that it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really thought they were going to make us wait 180 days until uh, uh, July. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Scooter, it's, uh, it's, we talked about the first of the show, about everybody believing, you know, when when we work as one, when we put the efforts in the, in, in the right channels, we can have victories. Absolutely. We can have an effect. We can make change. We can stand up in the face of tyranny, and and there's and other things we're going to be looking like. at. Yeah, there's other things we're going to be looking at. Every every time a biker uh, is denied due process, we're going to be there, no matter where it's at. And you know, you get these great conspiracy theories. Oh, here I go again, <laughs> made up made up by the FBI, the DPS, and these damn show trials where they put up fences around the damn courthouse when nobody's coming to try and scare the public. We're going to say something about it. Absolutely. And so, and something... Oh, okay, there's some clicking in there somewhere. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, that's all right. But, uh, you know, maybe some real investigations finally being done in that DA's office. 
because they've wasted their time. Here I go again on conspiracy theories and the banditos. And avoided the truth in every direction until that daggum restaurant manager got up there. Their own witness sat there and told the truth. Yeah, I don't think they were prepared for that. I don't think they were either. I don't think I don't know that they knew that was gonna come out. That had to be a true oh shit moment. Oh gosh. If if I if I would have been on Carizal's side, I mean I would have been oh there was a smile a mile wide. Matter of fact is I had one a mile wide when I heard it on TV. I mean on the computer. Oh my God! What did he just say? He just explained the whole thing right there. And I think Mel, I think a lot of Cossacks can thank their lucky stars. But this is the way it went down. Yeah, I do. I really do. Because, hey, because of that video, video, it became... Y'all talked at the same time. Go ahead, Scooter, first. Yeah, go ahead. I said, I said it, was really, it was really good to see y'all the other night. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it? Yes, it was. That that was kind of my first night to start getting out. <laughs> yeah, I take it you're going to be able to start doing a lot more of that, right? Absolutely. I'm a free man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know you're welcome it. to ride with us anytime, right? Hey, I had a good time riding down there to Waco with y'all. That was really nice. That was fun. And we'll be going back. We're not done. We're not done. Uh-uh. I'm going to uh-uh. I'm going to hopefully join y'all cuz I'm not going to stop till everybody everybody that's innocent is free. Yeah. Uh This this missile train is going on right now. Should should not stop. Uh, we should be having dismissals every few days. Uh until it's down to the right numbers. Maybe 20. Maybe. Exactly. So they've got a ways to go before before they've got they've uh, they've accomplished a real investigation. If that's what they're doing. I don't know. It's like Mel said, we've been waiting to see what it is they do, and this is a good sign. It sure caught me by surprise. <laughs> yeah. But we are, we're, we're looking at Judge PP right now. And I call, I call him Judge PP because his initials are PP. Uh-huh. And besides that, he looks like a used car salesman. Yeah. <laughs> that red coat, you know? But uh, I mean no disrespect to used car salesman. 
because they're certainly uh, four or five rungs up from Pete Peterson. Hey, Mel, you know what he now, did? Does anyone EPS? know much about who's running against him? No, but we're going to be checking it out. We'll look at that. But, you know, one of the things, Mel, you've got to have a viable candidate, somebody you feel that can win. Um, you know, it may not be enough just to vilify. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hey, we get to vilify for a change. How about that? That's right. But you know what? But you know what, Mel? Our vilification would be true. True. Because this guy signed off on million-dollar bonds without a proper investigation and denied everybody due process. He didn't know which way was up. Isn't there a song about that? I mean, he couldn't have known anything at the time. He just signed off on them because, guess what? The DPS was involved in it. Oh, it's got to be good. I used to be a DPS officer, what he said, or what I think he said. So I'm going to sign off on that. Hell, they, they're the ones that uh, said these are motorcycle gangs. Well, Street gangs. I, like you, don't like conspiracy theories, but mm-hmm. I will make one statement. Those bonds involved a hell of a lot of money for somebody. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to mm-hmm. kind of leave it there and let your imagination be your guide. Yeah. But you got $177 million floating around out there that's got to be bonded. Somebody's making money there, and somebody made money on those bracelets. Yep. Ankle bracelets, for-profit jails. Yep. I mean, the list runs on and on. It's the old saying, the follow the money. Yeah. Remember the news media, they just couldn't wait to talk about a million dollars worth of motorcycles that had been confiscated. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, you know, Judge Pete Peterson would think, uh, you know, hey, the lot. You know what he used to do with the DPS mail? Huh? What did he do? From what I understand, he's I-35. He was an I-35 highway guard. In other words, in other words, in other words, he was stopping the truckers and harassing the truckers out there on I-35. Oh shit! He was doing. That's you know the guys that the guys that weigh them and stuff, you know. Uh, that's what he did for many years. I think he's over a whole division, if I heard that right. But he's supposed to be a stand-up guy in the church community. Kind of hard but to I'll believe. But I'll tell you, but I'll tell you, he's the devil when he gets out there and he starts sending 177 people to jail and putting those kind of bonds on them and ignoring the Constitution. That's no stand-up guy. But then again, like I said to everybody, it's hard to knock an incumbent out. 
and it's but you've got to have a good candidate. They got to have some ability to raise money. We'll take a look at it. We promise we'll take a look at it. But right now I'm having fun poking him in the gut. Because they say, oh, he'll come after you. Well, hell, Mel, they could have come after us the last three years, right? That's right, because we had a lot to say. Yeah. And we kept saying it. Exactly. I mean, we're not saying anything that's not true. And besides that, all these people are public figures now. They made themselves that when they went out there and started campaigning for office. I mean, that's the truth of it. They want to come after us half at it. Have your lawyer send me a threatening letter. I'll tell him. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Papa, I know the feeling. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I bite my tongue on that one. Who knows? Absolutely. We might have children listen. We might have children listen. But uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe he joins to this. Maybe he, he belongs to this group. How many assholes we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Keep firing, assholes! Uh, I do have a song that I want to play at the end of it, uh, at the end of our broadcast today, that's probably just wraps it all up. Man, are are we having fun right now or what? I mean, victory is sweet, although it's short-lived in our world. Because now i got to start looking around for... Where's the next victory? And it, and Scooter, it may be in the it may be in the state legislature as we go to work on that. May well be. Yeah. I mean, uh, I already I already hear that we've got another motorcycle profiling bill in waiting. I will be talking with someone about that over the next couple of days, and he knows who he is. He's probably listening, or will be listening on archives. I'll uh, make contact about that and see what we have, and then we'll start working it. And we need everybody to work it with us. And I want to. We got we got a clock ticket now. That's duty turn signal. (laughs) That is. That's funny. Uh, That is. That sounded. That sounded like it. That sounded like a grandfather clock. Yeah. 
what the hell are you driving, Judy? <laughs> 26 left off. Uh, that's funny. Oh, God. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's stuff like that that throws my brain off into outer space. And I've got to bring it back. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're having fun right now, and uh, the ne- I can't tell everybody how important the next legislative session is. Uh, we're going to have more than just motorcycle profiling. We're going to be going back at the third for the third time at dead red lights. Which I just suffered through that the other the other morning, as I was getting ready to go to our meeting, our church. I actually suffered through that uh, Saturday. Yeah. It seemed like I sat I mean, there for two minutes and then just said, "Hey, it's not going to change for us." Oh, I know. And and I will admit, I will admit, I proceeded on through. And I get sick yeah, of I it. usually give it I usually give it maybe two, three minutes and if there's no movement then hey I'm gone. Mhm. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, did we ever find out what what happened to to all that money when we bought our tags for the five dollars? Did we ever find out whatever happened with all that? Well the uh the last let me see, the legislation before now let's see, this last one was eighty Fifth, our eighty-fourth legislative session. We got that looked at. They gave us four and a half million bucks out of the seventeen million that it stacked up uh, with promises that they, you know, it would be in this fund uh, or some of it would be spent. And I don't, I don't think they did any more than that. Uh, uh, we'll be looking at it here in the coming months and see what's going on with it. The governor changed the way that they asked for the money again. And the way it's distributed, the Waco, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, the DPS has decided they don't want to, they don't want to be in the grant business, and that's how monies are, are, are doled out for motorcycle uh, safety. Uh, uh, I guess missions, whatever you want to call them, the people who get out there and do the, do the motorcycle safety rides, teach people how to ride, how to obey the traffic laws. How to ride a motorcycle, you know. I mean, they've got to upgrade their equipment. I mean, they, I mean, it, that that kind of stuff. I could see that it takes a heavy toll on those bikes, especially when you're putting people that don't know how to ride on them, or may not know how to ride. Well, Popeye, if you'll remember, Paul Landers told us. When that piece of legislation was passed, and he was, you know, he was uh, in Waco to announce that at that COC meeting that yes. it was eminently to be signed by the governor, he was up front with all of us and told us, you know, this is not the end of that battle. Uh, yes. We got the money this time around, but somebody's going to have to be sitting there and watching them because that money is not going to come easy, and they're not going to give it all up. 
That's right. And sure enough, because there's a there's a trick they do with it that no one talks about, and they don't physically spend that money. But here's what they do with it. It uh, uh, when it comes to budgeting, and uh, you know, I was in the corporate world for a lot of years. Used to do my push-ups back in Greenwich Village in the boardroom every quarter for my region, and uh, you got this budget, and you got your allocated chunks of money for different things. Well, you got that honey pot sitting there of uh, fifteen to hell, it could be close to twenty million by now. Uh, that's really biker money that we have paid in when we've registered our motorcycles. Mm-hmm. So you've got that chunk of money sitting there, and uh, well, let's see. We know that DPS bought a bunch of boats for the river here a few years back for patrolling. Well, they didn't have the budget money for it, so they went into what is called a budget deficit, spending money they didn't have. Mm -hmm. But it was, you know, and you can go into a budget deficit. It's not like a checking account where when you hit zero, uh, uh, the checks are declined. So they go into budget deficits, but when they add up the bottom line, all those other buckets come into play. So you've got this honeypot sitting there with biker money in it, anywhere from 15 to 20 million. That's going to help make you look good on the bottom line, and that's typically oh, yeah. what they look at. So that's, in my view, why they keep hanging on to it, because it's a budget reconciler for them. They can overspend in other areas and still coming out looking good because they're using our money at the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to work like hell to get that straightened out. Right. Right. Okay. A little bit of noise and there's uh, Scooter's scooter's phone picking up uh, uh, stuff in the background. Yeah, I've, I've got people texting and emailing, and my phone has not stopped going off. I've had to plug it in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know they are. Blowing up. <laughs> have, we, have we heard if, the, if they're going to give uh, Waco that money that has going to like $650,000 or something like that? Have we heard if they're going to give them that money yet? That, that's being kept pretty quiet. Yeah, I think yeah, they I gave think them that. Yeah, I think I think they gave them that initial money to help with security, but uh, I, I don't think they can so they keep going more. back. I don't think they can keep going back to that well. We'll see what happens when they uh, when uh, when they start going broke because of it. Uh, that this uh, you know the uh, Chip and Joanne better get out there and start selling a whole bunch of cupcakes. The tax revenue. Because it's fixed to be eaten up. And I, and I would think in the long run they would save themselves money by dismissing all these cases and getting down to the ones that, uh, that may have really been involved in the, uh, in the fight in the parking lot. Uh, those aggressors that were responsible for all of the mayhem. And uh, 
you know, maybe that'll happen. They got they got some damned righteous civil lawsuits coming their way though, and that will not change. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I, we heard Nor a while back. It. We heard a while back, Scooter, that that uh, they'd already settled a couple of those. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, they settled three of them, I believe. Uh, Twin Peaks settled out of four with them. Oh, so Twin Peaks itself settled with them. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it wasn't was the city Waco. Yeah, that's the ones that were filed in Okay, so... Uh, pretty normal for a corporation to settle out of court because they will... Uh, See, you're dealing with a with a hopefully profit making entity there, and their attorneys will run the numbers and they'll calculate how much it's going to cost to defend, as opposed to how much it's going to cost to just come to a settlement. And they don't give a damn uh, that they're going to settle. All they're looking at is the bottom line, what's the final cost going to be, whereas with a city and state uh, situation going on, city, county, and state, uh, that's all taxpayer money, so they tend to not care as much about spending all the money as uh, we found out with Abel Reyna, and uh, they may sit on those a little longer. They'll lose we know that for sure. They're going to lose those lawsuits, but uh, they're not going to give up as fast as Twin Peaks did. No. Exactly right, Mel. I know I was involved in a couple of settlements years ago, you know, and it it's it's literally maddening when they, when they do that because you want to fight it so bad. But the problem is when you can settle for 30 or 40% of what it would cost you to defend it, you got to settle because you got to stay in business. Exactly. That's how that works. Exactly. Um, hey, man. Oh, Captain Abel. Remember Captain Abel? Yeah. <laughs> the clientele are requested to remain calm. To remain calm? Does the captain feel no sense of responsibility for the lives of his passengers? It's my opinion that the captain doesn't feel much of anything at the moment. You mean to say he's drunk? The fellow ought to be made to walk the plank. I'm afraid just now he cannot walk at all. But this is outrageous. Oh, sit down, I... old man. What have you got to worry about? We're only adrift in an open sea with a drunken captain and engine is liable to explode at any moment. It's perfectly ordinary situation. Happens every day. It happens every day in Six Shooter Junction. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm so happy that we've been able to expose what's been going on down there over these three years. I mean, I know it's been a slow road, and a lot of people got frustrated with it. I mean, what was it, Mel, a couple of waves ago? We had people talking about how pathetic it was. And I kept telling everybody, hey, it doesn't make any difference that there was 30 of us out there. It didn't yep. make any difference. 
It was a fact we were there. Exactly. Absolutely. And I still, again, thank thank y'all for all the work y'all done, too. Well, it's our pleasure. It's what we're all about. We are about defending the Constitution. We are about defending people whose constitutional rights have been violated. You know, we have this crap going on up here that close to our house, Sand Branch, Texas, where a poor black community has been hauling water for 30 years. And we are not yet done with that. That's the same situation that's been going on for that's been going on for them for 30 years. Just think about that. Hauling water into your home. Water to cook with, water to bathe with, water to drink. It's pathetic. And once again, you have local government is the root cause of it. Well, that one's all about John Price or John Wiley. Yeah. You know, and, that, and you go to that place, it's a beautiful neighborhood, the people are nice, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. We're going to go out there pretty soon and see what's up. What's been done. And we may ask other bikers to get behind us. Because if it hadn't moved, I'm going to be pissed. If they haven't made a little bit of progress, I'm going to be pissed. We'll push everybody to the side and say, go at that, go go at it, and say, "What's wrong with, you? what's wrong, what's wrong with you people?" Just like we did to Abel Reyna. What's wrong with you? Was was his ego that strong that he couldn't see the forest for the trees? I guess that's that right, Mel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's for sure. As like one time as a female. As like one time as a female and I couldn't see the fog for the fog. <laughs> it was so foggy I couldn't see it. I wonder how I'm feeling about his statement that we won't take bread out of his son's mouth. Uh, Carmel is just... It, and you know what? Over the, the past week, since last Monday night, it has been just... You know, I, of course, we love the kudos. We love all that stuff. 
But it's not just about us. It's about everybody. It's about everybody. We want to give everybody credit. Everybody that stood there with us, people that sent in money. And we didn't have a large budget. That was probably the the largest victory with the least amount of money, maybe ever. (laughs) I'm not going to say how much we spent, but man, let me tell you, it was cheap. Well, kind of. Yeah. Well, political ads are in the newspaper are expensive. But we didn't have to beg for it, Mal. We didn't have to beg. No. But I'll tell you now, there are a lot of people that are believers that weren't before. They are now. And we'll walk tall for well, a think, while, but we gotta we gotta get back to work. Go ahead. I think everybody truly thought Abel Raina couldn't be beat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you get you know, as the as the race gets close. You know, that's the third time that I've used that that kind of method to defeat an incumbent. And uh, of course it takes a good candidate. And it also takes the right person how is this? The right person at the right time. Because with Abel Reina the wheels were falling off. You know, he he was responsible for his own demise. There's no doubt about that. We just seized the moment. I have some late night conversations with people, and you know, I, 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 I tell them, you know, and of course, Abel Renner used a, a clip of me saying, "Hey, he can be primaried out." <laughs> I will never forget the day I fired up Facebook, and I was looking at his video. And I saw your puss appear in his video. <laughs> Man, if we ever wondered <laughs> whether he's watching us. <laughs> and you know, Mel, my response to right after that was, hey, I'm just telling the truth. Oh, well, and then, yeah, I was going to say, and then the video you did right after, I called you and I said, well, now I know you're insane for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you got to have a little fun along the way. That's right. Can't cannot lose your sense of humor sometimes. No, no, you can't. You can't do it. This stuff will drive you batty if you don't. If you don't have a sense of humor about it, and you can't, uh, uh, you can't be a little thick-skinned. Uh, I, you know, I've never, I've never minded them attacking me. Hell, I'm an open book, Mel. I'll guarantee you, though, there are there are still folks 
<clears throat> that have not, and Scooter, Scooter will back me up on this. There is a special purgatory for those people that are under indictment and have to go to trial. Yes. A special purgatory that they're in that is just undescribable. It's a dark, dark world that can be very depressing. And it goes on and on and on. And we've got some people that are still in that purgatory. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. it is. Oh, gee, it, it really is. It, mm-hmm. I mean, the thoughts that come over at night and during the day, the, the stuff that you really think about, man, it, it oh, is yeah. hard. Oh, yeah. You betcha. Yeah, it would no, be I a can, nightmare. I can only imagine how good you feel, Scooter. Oh, I feel great today. <laughs> I mean, I really feel great today. And I imagine the uh, they say who's the other young man that got uh, got his charges dismissed? Uh, Cody Ledbetter. Cody Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, he he was the one that had his arm in a sling or something, wasn't he? Yes. That's yeah. That's what I heard. I mean, so, you know, I guess it what, would what, be a little tough to convict someone like that. I don't know. You would have to. I don't ask, know the whole you know, story with him. I I just want to ask right now, since we know they listen to our program, how come that took them three years to figure that out? I'm just saying. Because Raina had to be bitch slapped. Yeah. And why? And why did they wait a couple of days before they were fixing to start picking, picking his jury? That's right. Because here it comes again. They're going to bitch slap him every time somebody comes up to trial. As long as he's in that office. Uh, maybe you ought to stop this so he does, you know, and just go ahead and resign so it, it stops. Or even better, just go ahead and dismiss everybody except for the ones they feel committed a crime. And I don't mean, I yep. don't mean, I don't mean the, ban- the, the banditos just because they're the banditos. Or their support clubs. I mean, you know, just maybe they should ask somebody that knows something besides the goddamn DPS, excuse my French, or one of those morons over at the Waco PD, who, oh, by the way, were trying to investigate the thing till Abel Reyna stepped in. Here I am, I'm getting my dander up again. Well, I had heard that there was a lot of beef in the wake of PDs and Well, you know, they all got to where they wasn't cooperating with each other. Yeah. And I think I think that may be the reason the evidence wasn't flowing in 
just like it should. Because he well, you know, there's on. still there are still some issues relative to the Waco PD. Uh, you got weapons that have not been tested ballistically. Uh, you had an execution set up there for whatever reason. Uh, they took people out. They have yet to be held accountable for it. And that that just really bothers me. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's some relief when I do that. <laughs> I muted them. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We're back. Uh, yeah, you're right, Mel. I mean, there's still a lot of stuff to be answered. And you know, Mel, we may never know the truth of it all. I know, just that's because, a pity. Just, yeah, just because they don't want it to come out. Whether it's the Waco PD or the DA's office or the DPS or the FBI. So because they don't want to be caught in lies, they damn sure don't want to expose their CIs. Or, or oh, don't get me started on CIs. You know, I mean, Uh-oh. you're talking about people that are under duress. Yeah. Oh, let's talk they, about. Let's talk about the one in San Antonio. They put slime balls on the stand. What? Talk about the one in San Antonio they got on the stand down there. Well, that that's problematic, you know, because you got you got a guy that was picked up on a narcotics charge in San Antonio that is now being squeezed all to hell by DEA. Uh, and it's a lot easier for those feds to squeeze because they got that thing called a minimum sentencing guideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, you know, and these, these U.S. attorneys are infamous for stacking charges. They would put Abel Reina to shame. So you got a guy that got picked up for meth, I guess, or coke or whatever the hell it was, and you got a U.S. attorney that's just building, you know, waves of years are going to throw at this guy and tell him, listen, you know, you're going to be 75 years old by the time you get out of prison. And the judge is not going to have any latitude because they've got minimum sentencing guidelines. He couldn't sentence you for less time if he wanted to, unless the U.S. attorney files a 5K. And the only way a U.S. attorney will file a 5K is if you give a lot of information that results in massive uh, uh, confiscations and or uh, a lot of arrests of key individuals. So, you know, you throw that carrot at this uh, at this guy, and he folded. He folded and said, yeah, I'll, I'll cooperate now. Just because he says I'll cooperate does not mean that he's going to get a lighter sentence. He has to produce something. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's never forget that. He has to produce something that's going to result in large confiscations or uh, guilty convictions of individuals that he's willing to testify against. So, 
He's sitting there thinking, well, hell, do I want to spend the next 30 years in prison? Or can I come up with something that's going to make the U.S. attorney happy with me? You following my thoughts here? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the minute you start talking confidential informant, you got to understand you got somebody that has their ball sack in the squeezing hands of a federal agency. And they're saying, produce, or I'm going to rip your ball sack off. What's the guy going to do? He's going to damn sure produce. Now, you know, I'm, I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. I don't know if he's embellishing. I don't know if he's lying. But the odds are he's not telling it straight because he wants that reduced sentence and or witness protection. And the same holds true in that domino effect because that's when, when they, when they uh, uh, came up with the RICO Act. Uh, against uh, the mafia. Uh, the whole purpose and intent there was that they could roll that snowball and it would get bigger and bigger and they'd start capturing more influential individuals, which is what you see unraveling down south now. So now you got a national officer as another figure that has turned rat. And who knows what the hell he's saying, but keep in mind, he has to come up with something that's going to make the U.S. attorney happy enough to file that paperwork to get his sentence reduced, or in some cases, these guys get off totally and they get into witness protection. Now, if that's not a bribe, I don't know what the hell Mm -hmm. is. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, in, in my mind, I see that crap going on, and, oh, yeah, you know, it, it reads like a great dime store novel. When you read the tale, and you say, oh, shit, you know, look at what's going on here. Here we are with uh, uh, sex traffic and drugs and murders and this, that, and the other. Well, you know, how much of that is the truth? How much is embellished? Mm-hmm. And how much exactly. is just an outright lie? to get someone out of trouble so they don't have to spend the rest of their life in a federal prison. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting on a jury, and a confidential informant gets on the stand. Guess where his credibility goes in my eyes? Exactly. Guess we ought to so have see, a... see, uh, you got me all fired up again on confidential I know. Informant. I know, Mel. Yeah. I guess we can... We can start having a national dialogue about about confidential informants, about the credibility of confidential informants with the with the people. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yep. That's I mean, right. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff we're looking at, Mel. We got uh, a lot of a lot on our plate going in the next legislation. Uh, go ahead, Scooter. I'm just replying to Texas and stuff that everybody's texting me right now. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, Mel, we're, uh, let me see, we're about, uh, 
we're about uh, 18 minutes from our max allotted time. Uh, so um, you want you to you wanna play this song I was talking about? Go for it. Here we go, you guys. Get ready for this. Okay, let's go. Here we go.
you go, Mel. We we want change in six shooter junction. We we want change in the corruption that goes on within our court systems. We want change and we're gonna shine the light. on everyone involved in this kind of tyranny. We're not going to put up with it. We're not going to go away until there is change. Mel, you can close it out. I must have put him asleep again. Happens all the time. Scooter, you're there, right? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Mel puts his phone, his uh, his uh, speaker on mute, and he forgets to come back. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> oh, well, you, you were just texting. But you figured me. out what happened to me. I'm I'm just talking away. <laughs> It's like you're there not you hearing me. <laughs> well, go ahead and finish your thought. No, I'm just saying it's far from over. This is not the last fight. This is only the beginning. This is, let's say, uh, fodder for the cannon to keep firing. We have won a battle, not the war. And you got to look yes. at this. What, what's going on in our country today is a war, and there are battles yes. all over the place. And the only way you can win the war is you have to win all the strategic battles, and enough of them, you'll finally win the war. And uh, we won this battle. We've won, we've won other battles, but we've got a hell of a lot of battles to come yet, even in Waco. So it all has to be for one. We have to stick together. I think this situation in Waco taught us all a lesson relative to the power of us being one. So exactly. if we've learned nothing from this we have to learn that, and that's how we need to go forward. Exactly. Absolutely. And Mel, I want, I want to mention to uh, uh, Region 9, the COCI, uh, they wanted me to come out and speak to them. Uh, unfortunately, their meeting is the same day as uh, Region 2's, and I have responsibilities with uh, Region 2. And so... Uh, no, but I will get out there. Uh, I will get out there. We're going to be we're going to be on the road a little bit this summer. Uh, we're going to get out and try and talk to everybody. I would like to hold the first biker political convention ever uh, sometime this summer, and uh, hopefully we can make that happen. Where it'll be at, I don't know yet. We're still. Got to talk to a lot of people to make this happen. 
But, you know, we got a lot of politicians right now, politicians, that are willing to talk to us. The tide is changing, everybody. The tide is changing. And with that, Scooter, thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you, sir. And y'all have a good evening. And the able... To Abel Reyna and all the good old boys in Waco. Excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) All right, Mel. Have a good evening. <laughs> well, blow me down. Is that right, Papa? You know this finish to make those big muscles? Nah, take so. I am what I am on account of I eat me spinach. <laughs> oh, I'm Popeye the Sailorman. Popeye the Sailorman. Now I am what I am, and that's all what I am. I'm Popeye the Sailorman. Now I'm what a Pazookas, what hates all Palookas, what hates on the ups and swear. Boy, I bips them and pops them and always outrubs them, but none of them gets nowhere. Now if anyone asses, I'll risk my fist. It's Bob and it's Wham, understand? So keep good behavior, it's your one lifesaver with Popeye the Sailor Man. Oh, I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> Popeye the Sailor Man. Boy, I am what I am, and that's all what I am. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Huh?